Welcome to the All Blends Perfectly podcast. Keith, Ryan, Harrison, Coalition Properties, and friends talking about the intersection between lifestyle, real estate, culture, art, and everything in between because it all blends perfectly. And you know, two things I want to shout out, man. I was listening to that old 56, Get Richard Doc Trying. Mm. Can we give a shout out to early 2000 hip hop? Special. Number one. Special. And them boys in the gunk. Shout out to them boys in Montgomery. Montgomery, Alabama. East Chase Mall and all of y'all. Montgomery, Alabama. We love it. I'm going to make a prediction, Keith. This year at the Turkey Day Classic, probably coming up in a couple months, the most popular item that the vendors sell outside. Will be chairs. It's going to be a blinged out chair (laughs) or a chain with a blinged out chair or a clip-on chair that you can take off real quick so you always strap just in case. Absolutely. 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 Stay strapped, my friends. um, Today, we're going to have a lifestyle conversation. Uh, and as many things within our world happen organically, we were just wondering, like, why do people think that they deserve certain things, be it either a lifestyle or a home, a car or this, an opportunity or whatever? And, and you know, I asked a question. Like, listen, who listen, told listen, you that? Yeah. listen, I deserve <laughs> what this, this is supposed to be for me. Blank, right? Yeah. Who told you this? Though? Like, who told you that, though? Like, where does that come from? You know? God told you. <laughs> God told you. God did. God did. I, I mean, it's weird. Y'all know I love energy. I love events. I love having a good time with people around. One of the most proud moments of my life, there have been many of these last 17 yeah. months, was at our anniversary brunch when my son walked around the corner because we know we had the one room, yeah. we had the bar, and then we had the like side room where things were getting a little ratchet. And, uh, you know, some people started dancing. Yeah. And it may have been, you know... The greatest love, love song of all time. I was just about to say that. Of all time. <laughs> and, you know, somebody grabbed a wall like you do when that comes on. <laughs> and hugged it. And hugged it. And I had my son in my arms. And he, we both looked over and saw this happening in that moment. And he reached out and said, Dah! <laughs> and I put him on the ground and he ran right to the middle of the circle where things were happening and started like getting, and I was like, yo. That's my child. That's my boy. Like, he wasn't, because, you know, some kids, when loud noises and other things freak them out, the fact that he, like, kind of saw that and chose to be like, ooh, like, I want to participate. Like, I want to be a part of it. And it could have been any activity happening. The but, fact that it was that activity happening. <laughs> <laughs> God, proud dad. You kind of saw ha- some of Harrison shed a yes. thug tear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One thug tear coming down the aisle. Like, oh, man. That's my, that's my boy. That's my boy. That's, man, that was that's so powerful. That's my boy. Child rearing, too. It's an interesting a piece where they talk about you know don't talk don't tell your kids they're smart or that mm. they're you know don't don't talk that part up so much yeah. because smart only gets you so far, and when they hit the rock where the smart only gets them so far, they don't know how else to feel about what to do. Come through Georgetown. <laughs> Come through Georgetown. Come through Georgetown. Well, then, but they they did an experiment on the kids who they told them was smart, good job, and the kids they told them you worked so hard mm, and you did such, effort. yeah, your effort. They wow. praised the effort versus praised the intellect. The ones where they praised the effort just statistically did better. Why are you just not telling me this? I didn't tell you this before. No, bro. I probably like, did. I kid- Come on, man. <laughs> you probably did. Because <laughs> your natural talent at parenthood, you didn't need no extra oh, time. I, I, mean, I appreciate it, bro. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're naturally talented, brother. Oh, I, man. I, Maybe because I started early. I don't know. Yeah, you've been in the game a long <laughs> been, time. I've been in the game. Time. It's like Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne, Facts. best rapper, it took him 20, 20 years. Facts. You know? Second Facts. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, shout out to my man CeeLo. Hey, we saw you in Vegas. 
watching Usher in Vegas and who was in the audience but the GOAT himself. CeeLo Green, little arms and everything, having a great time. It was amazing. She, hey, Bro. Man, I love you, man. Can't wait to meet you in person one day. We were 40 feet away from each other. I just had other things going if on. If his arms are longer, y'all would have touched <laughs> Oh, my God. Bro. How would you talk about my GOAT like that? <laughs> Another funny uh, pop culture example of code switching when it became a national subject was remember when they found out 21 Savage was actually British? Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my God! Twenty one, twenty one, twenty one. Pull up it. <laughs> pull up it. Pull up the. Pull up it on pull. me. Farm of reality. Get that note, beat. No, but the unplug, the unplug version. And I don't know where in Memphis he's hanging out because we know there's many. There are many parts of Memphis. There's yeah. three six Mafia Memphis, and there's Justin Timberlake Memphis. Right, right, right. <laughs> he got money. He got money. He got money to live in Justin yeah. Timberlake Memphis. Are you actually so, going to hang out in the three six so, Mafia Memphis you know, right now? Here's the thing. Like, well, you know, it's funny. Even um, what's my man named La Russell, L.A. Russell. Oh yeah, I haven't really tapped in. I well, haven't tapped in. I do follow him because he said some interesting things. He said, "Why don't we treat rap?" Like we treat other pro sports, because you got a lot of people in rap. You know, people in rap. I mean, in uh, pro sports, you get cut. You on the ball court. Yep. If you suck, get him out of there. Get him out of there. Whereas in rap, they're like anybody's up in there. So I think it's just interesting how he, <laughs> <laughs> how he, his mental approach to that. Because in the end, like Drake, Drake says, it's a it's a sport. Yeah. We're competing sport, out yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. And so there's just parallels to the mindset of of. Anything that's competitive, that's what it boils down to. Right? Yeah. Doing it against I like that. other people. Absolutely. It's yeah, the yeah. competition of yeah. business because business is a competition. Mm-hmm. It is. As much as we want to be, you know, everyone can eat. Some folks are gonna eat a little. Everyone can eat. Everyone can. Yeah. Some people are gonna eat more than others. Man, I, you know, I do my best to 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 think about how I was raised, the models that I look to, what I think worked for me. And then I do my best to make my decisions and block out all that noise. You, yeah. can't, you can't, man. The wild stuff you see on the internet, oh these posts God. that people, I swear, make up just to cause chaos. Yeah. You can't pay any attention to that. You really got to take a look and see what works for your situation, right? I am, you know, I, and you can also look at your friends around the table, right? Literally and figuratively and figure out, uh, you know, what's working for them and share information. I think Harrison and I were just talking yesterday about man we're all we all trying to figure it out together like, we don't we don't know what we're doing Absolutely. even the ones that look like they know what they're doing what? just getting lucky every right? day's a surprise and so every day and, and so yeah i mean so i actually i value far more what my friends are doing that seems to be working than people i don't know what their oh. real life actually is i mean so yeah. i'd rather i'd rather see the ugly part of the parenthood process right. and, and understand how you get past that and fix that than to see the beautiful part that's captured on, you know, social media and social right. and, and try to emulate that and act like it's not hard to get to that part, right? Right. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's I, pr- I prefer to take my my cues and my information from the folks I can talk to and really see what's actually happening in real life. Um, and I, that's just how I navigate it, man. You're asking a lot of questions, Harrison. What about you, bro? Ooh. Hmm, funny you should ask. No, um, <laughs> I think it's interesting, man. I like that we have permission to get down into more of the everyday parenting stuff. I feel like our parents, like our dads, either by choice, by whatever was going on back then, they like didn't do a lot of the stuff, like between changing diapers, between the food, between a lot of the like 
everyday presence parenting stuff. You know, I'm an operational nerd. Right. I, I kind of like, well, operational with that kind of stuff. Nerd. I, I like processes. I like efficiencies. It's fun to me. It's kind of like putting puzzles together all the time to get to do all of it. And the fact that I feel like parents, you know, especially 80s, 90s, didn't get to or like it wasn't allowed, expected, right. or the father was like, no, go ahead, honey. And sometimes it might have been kind of nice to be like, just go ahead, honey, don't worry about it. I ain't going to lie. So as an active father, uh, I get to change diapers. And the most powerful part of changing diapers is the process every time. And making sure when you wipe, you completely clean it up, and there's nothing on anywhere, and you get them quick, and you pin them down, and you keep them engaged. It's like it's like kind of like DJing actually. There's a lot of similarities, DJing and changing diapers, because you have to do multiple things at one time with your hands and your eyes and your focus, and you're saying different things. Do you, you don't spill do nothing. you do the two diaper thing? Like I, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I remember I had a roommate, and as soon as he graduated from, um, he was a physical therapist, got his doctorate, he graduated. His gift to himself was a Q7, mm-hmm. the Audi. Wow. The Audi. Audi yep. Yeah. Now he just went to school, had yep. all these hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt mm-hmm. from school itself, and then I just remember him saying, "Like I was like, man, you got a nice car, but he was in my house. You know, you know, my cars ain't the best. Right. So, <laughs> different priorities. Different, different priorities. Different priorities. Yeah, different yeah, priorities. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I was young then. I mean, I was yeah, like yeah. twenty. Yeah. I had to be like 25 or 26, maybe 27. Yeah. yeah. And I, I scrapped and scraped. But um, the thing that going back, actually, that's actually it's a really that's interesting a story. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a really yeah, interesting yeah, story. Yeah. And so and so he actually struggled because he's like, man, I want to get rid of this car. And then mm-hmm. he couldn't get rid of the car mm. because they only really let you get rid of cars when you don't need to no more. Just yep. like most things in life. Right. Right. When you yeah. need to. Oh, yeah. Bro. Yeah, nah, would, yes, man. That's true. And then the moment he didn't need to no more, he was like, man, I already... You know, right. went over the hump, paid the money, like yeah. you know, got his credit together, etc. At that point, he was good. Right. So that was actually a really kind of interesting story. Now, granted, he's super successful still. Yeah. And has his own business right, right. running, blah blah blah. But like, that was a tough time. That was a tough time. I'm gonna travel. All right. So some people travel to destinations <laughs> for water sports. I am water denser. sports. Water sports. Water sports. Water sports. You call getting in the pool a water sport? I do. <laughs> activity <laughs> in the water or ocean. All right, for one, a little sensitive. I don't like salt water in my eyes and things like that, and in my mouth and ears. And the water gets in your ears is terrible. And it takes more effort for me to float. Other people get in the water like, oh, it's relaxing. Just relax. You can float. No. I'll sink like an English bulldog. Like, it takes a lot of effort for me to stay up. So, unless it's, like, crazy hot, which it was pretty hot there, I don't choose water sports for recreation. I will be by a pool. I like to be by the ocean. I want to hear the ocean. I want to feel the ocean breeze. We both bottom heavy it. together, man. I, so I, know, <laughs> I know how you feel. I'm, body, I'm bottom heavy as well. It takes so effort. It took effort. To, 